Hello and welcome to Pickleball Therapy, the podcast dedicated to your pickleball improvement. My name is Tony Roig. I am your host, as well as a senior pro player and a master teaching professional. This week's podcast, we're going to be talking about resilience, a super important concept that'll help you play your best pickleball. And in the riff, we're going to talk about something that I was told at an open play today that I think uh, is a really good way to start every single time you step out on the pickleball court. So we're going to talk about that in the riff. Before we get started, if you're listening to this podcast at or near its publication, the Pickleball Summit is starting now, basically this Sunday, the 25th. It runs the 25th, 26th, 27th, and 28th. You are not going to want to miss the Pickleball Summit. The amount of information in there is amazing, and the quality is outstanding. These are top uh, pros, top instructors, uh, top thinkers about the game, as well as experts in their respective fields talking about mental part of the game, about your body, talking about third shots, bangers, dinks, volleys, you name it. You got it covered at the Pickleball Summit. If you haven't registered yet, highly recommend it. If you have registered yet, if you have registered for it, recommend you check out the All Access Pass. You're not going to want to miss these presentations. There's uh, there's a lot in there and a lot to, uh, uh, to check out in addition to the fact that you get the drills library and uh, some stretches and warm-ups. So highly recommend you check that out. All right, let's talk about resilience. And why am I talking about resilience? Let's start there. The reason I'm talking about resilience is I came across an article about Novak Djokovic. Novak Djokovic uh, is arguably the greatest tennis player of all time. You can argue for Federer. You can go back to Rod Laver. You choose. But Novak is certainly in the conversation. And the reason is he's won 23 Grand Slams, which is the highest of any uh, um, uh, tennis player. It, al- it also uh, means uh, it, it also he's been number one for, uh, I don't know if it's a record number of weeks. It may be, but it's a long time. Uh, he has a lot of the characteristics of being uh, the greatest of all time. And w- when he was asked about, you know, kind of what makes him different, what allows him to keep going and to keep uh, persevering in, in these, uh, you know, in these tournaments he's playing against much younger players, he said resilience. And I thought it was really uh, indicative of something that we could all use or helpful, something we could all use in our games, um, this concept of resilience. So I want to dive into that in today's podcast. Now, let's first define what we mean by resilience, and then we can talk a little bit about how to gain resilience. So resilience is, is facing adversity and not letting it get you down, right? Not letting it uh, negatively carry over to other rallies, uh, because let's face it. We're all going to face adversity. You're going to face it. I'm going to face it. And it could be something like the wind. It can be the sun. It could be you missed a shot. It could be a great shot your opponents hit. It could be, you know, a a trickler over the net, whatever it is. We're all going to face adversity on the pickleball court. And that's part of the game that we play. The question is, how do we, you know, what do we do when we face that adversity, right? When we have that adverse moment, how are we reacting to it? Um, I like Ted Lasso's quote on this. Ted Lasso says, you know, be the goldfish or become the goldfish. And the idea, you know, is a goldfish has a very short memory. And if you can have a short memory when you play pickleball, it, it's going to help you dealing with adversity. Because what happens is, you know, you miss that one shot. And then what happens? You're going to miss the next one and maybe the next one and maybe the next one because of the first one you missed. And you see that happen all the time. You know, we talk about it in terms of being like momentum swings or what, you know, whatever you want to term it. It's not uncommon when you're playing pickleball to see a run happen. And the run happens oftentimes because of something that happened that cre- created adversity on one side or the other. And then that adversity spilled over and continued to carry, carry on as, as they kept on playing the game. So the better you can deal with that adversity, the more resilient you become, uh, the better you'll be able to 
uh, avoid those negative runs that happen when you're playing pickleball. I'll give you a quick war story on this. I was playing in a tournament. My partner missed a dink into the net, and I heard my partner muttering to themselves about that missed dink. So what I do, I took a timeout. Um, and I took a time out. I didn't tell my partner I did this because I heard you muttering. I took a time out because I needed water, whatever the reason, you know, that I gave them. But I took it because I knew that my partner was not thinking about the next shot or the next rally or the next situation. My partner was focused on what had just happened. And what was likely to happen, or at least a greater chance of happening than otherwise, was missing the next shot or the next shots because of the one miss. And you can see it often in the pro matches. Uh, fairly recently, I, I was watching the singles final and Connor Garnett was playing against Tyson McGuffin. He was up 10-5. Uh, you know, in singles, that's, I mean, in doubles, it's big too. In singles, it's huge because it's on your paddle, basically. Um, but in the next um, seven points scored by Tyson, Connor missed three returns of serve. Okay. Uh, and what that tells me is, you know, Connor's a young man. He's a, he's a, a fantastic athlete, great player. Um, but perhaps resilience would have helped him in that situation. You know, missing that return of serve wouldn't have carried over. Um, and, you know, in terms of missing two other ones and then losing that game and ultimately losing the match. So uh, resilience is, is a uh, very powerful tool. But here's the thing. Resilience isn't automatic. Just like any other mental part of pickleball or any kind of mental part of anything, it requires work. And so Novak Djokovic, again, a fantastic player, could retire tomorrow and, be, and go down as one of the greats in tennis, continues to work on his game and not just his shots, not just drilling this shot or that shot. He spends time on his mental part of the game. And what he said specifically that I wanted to tell you is that uh, in the interview, it said Djokovic has dedicated a significant amount of time and planning to his mental training and has worked with experts to, to incorporate mindfulness. Right. Uh, and then he talks about uh, mind uh, or the, the, the article continues that mindfulness is a mental skill that allows people to experience their conscious thoughts and emotions with the goal of changing their focus of awareness. And, you know, Djokovic has spent a lot of time on this process, so much so that he says, I've done so much mindfulness that my brain functions better now automatically, right? So basically it's, you know, he doesn't freeze up anymore when he makes a mistake because he's focused, he's spent so much time working on his mind, training his mind on how to deal with adversity, that when adversity faces him on a, pick, on a tennis court for him and a pickleball court for you, he doesn't have to think about it. It just happens automatically. And so, what I want to leave you with in this topic is, you know, again, resilience as a concept, overcoming adversity, really, really valuable skill as you play uh, the goldfish, as Ted Lasso says. But the key takeaway is you got to work at it. There's nothing automatic here. Now, Djokovic has the benefit of being able to work with experts in the field, right? He probably has several psychologists and things like or folks like that, ex experts like that who he can work with. You have us, right? You have Pickleball Therapy, the podcast, you have the uh, experts who we interview for the summit, for instance, and who we interview sometimes on the podcast, who uh, are, are inside the Pickleball System Facebook group uh, to give you some advice when you have a question, and also who publish great books, Dr. Peter Scales, um, Dr. Kays, uh, you know, Brad Gilbert pu published his, Tim Galloway published his, Josh Whiteskin. I mean, they're just excellent books. They're all available in the resources tab, but you need to work on it if you want to improve your mental fortitude, including resilience, it is something that you need to work on. And that's your takeaway from this week's podcast on, on, you know, the main section of this week's podcast. That's the takeaway. Now, in terms of the, the word of the, the word for the week, I'm not going to use the word resilience, um, even though that'd be easy because we already did that. 
the word I want to leave you with is intentionality. And I want to broaden intentionality because intentionality can be applied in anything you do. We talk about it a lot in terms of our shots. So you're out there, you know, am I intending to hit this shot or that shot? Am I intending the things that I'm trying to do on the pickleball court? That's a very important part of intentionality. But another important part of intentionality is your mental training. Are you being intentional in your mental training? Uh, and that includes things like listening to this podcast. You know, how intentional are you about listening to this podcast? Because here's the thing about this podcast. It is not a topical podcast. What I mean by that is it's not like a news podcast or something like that, that if you listen to, you know, podcast 70 today, uh, well, that's from then. It's not, that's not the way this podcast is structured. The way this podcast is structured, it's about mental training and knowledge and you can grab that knowledge whenever it's it's right for you to grab it, right? Whenever you have time to grab it, whenever you have the, the focus to do so. So we recommend going back and checking out some of the older episodes in this podcast because there's 145 now. So there's plenty of episodes in this podcast this, of uh, this podcast to help you with different parts of your game. And just because you missed one one week doesn't mean you can't go back and listen to it. So that's a good way of using intentionality to improve your mental training and to make you stronger when you're out on the pickleball court. All right, in the riff, we're going to talk about a tip that I got today uh, that is uh, pervasive and, and all-encompassing and is really going to help you if you just tell this to yourself and make, make it a rule in your group too because I was told it's a rule in the open play that I joined this morning. Before we do that, I want to let you know that July 20th, we're having a workshop for the soft game. Uh, at the same time, what we're doing is we are opening registration for the next Pickleball System class you can go ahead and go straight to the, the site and I'll put a link in the show notes and you can in the, in the video notes as well. And you can uh, register for the class straight away. Meaning, you know, CJ, you know me, you know that we are um, earnest in, in wanting to help you improve your game. You've heard the great testimonials about the pickleball system or maybe a friend of yours is in it and you've heard about it and you're ready to do it. You can just go straight away and reserve your spot to make sure you get included in the in the class starting in July of this year. If you want to know more about the pickleball system and want to get some some tips on the soft game, we invite you to the workshop on July 20th. You're also welcome to come to the, the workshop even if you register for the pickleball system. You're not, you're not going to be excluded from it, uh, but you can definitely join us for the workshop on July 20th where we're going to cover the soft game. And as I was talking to CJ uh, uh, earlier today about it, there's two types of players there's players who uh, know that the soft game is a very important part of the game, and there's players who don't yet know how important it is. Uh, the soft game will really revolutionize your game, even if you're already using it some. Um, there are probably parts of the soft game that you may not be uh, realizing uh, their importance and how they can help you. And if you don't know about the soft game, you're definitely going to want to join us because soft game will change your game. So put that on your calendars. All right, let's talk in the riff. Let's go ahead and talk about this rule that I got told today, and I thought it was an excellent rule. So I went out to open play today with Sammy, Brian, uh, and a bunch of other players. Uh, uh, met some new players today. It was a lot of fun to, to join them out on the courts. And um, they welcomed me into their group, and they told me that, um, that Sammy, who, who heads the group, came up, and he says, I was on Sammy's court, and he says, all right, there's two rules out here. Number one, the south side always serves. And most of you probably have a rule like that at your facility, you know, short net, south side, lake side, whatever, serves, right? Great. Second rule, you got to have fun. I thought that was awesome, right? I mean, it seems like maybe like it goes without saying, right? Of course, I'm here to have fun. I'm playing pickleball. Sometimes they forget. And I think having that as a rule of your group is going to really help you because there's a part of us that likes rules and likes being, you know, following rules, knowing what the rules are and, and, and abiding by them. And if you have a rule that 
again, quote unquote, simply, I'm not saying it's simple because I think it's super valuable that says you got to have fun, then you're less likely to break that rule and, and to forget to have fun when you're out on the pickleball court. So I like that rule. If you're out there with a group of folks, I recommend you adopt the rule. If you have a club you work at or things like that, adopt the rule about having fun as a mandatory rule on the courts. It reminded me of something that I've done recently when I played in tournaments because I've been on a mental journey. You know, I mentioned that during the resilience part of this podcast, that it's it's work, right? And it's it's positive work. It's good work. It's work that will um, that has a ton of benefit for you, uh, both on and off the court. But you know, as part of my process in the last U.S. Open, I made it a um, I made it a a, a, a a purposeful thing to to tell my partner and our opponents that it was an honor to play with them. And in fact, it is, right? I'm at the U.S. Open. I'm playing senior pro. Uh, I mean, how can it not be an honor to play with them? And I give co- uh, credit to Coach Peter Scales on this concept of his book, Compete, Learn, Honor, that, you know, honoring being the most important part of the, of, the, of, the, of the triumvirate there. And so just telling them it was an honor to play with them just changes the dynamic of everything. Um, it changes how you're in, engaging with the game. And uh, it just, it's, a, it's a really good way of approaching things. And this idea that you have a rule that says have fun, highly, highly recommend it to you. All right. So that's this week's podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, remember, we got the summit starting this week. We got the soft game workshop coming up. And if you're ready for the pickleball system, our recommendation is don't don't wait for it because then time passes and you miss the class. Go ahead and go in there if you're ready to do it and just uh, go ahead and join us for the next uh, pickleball system class. You won't be uh, disappointed you did. And it doesn't really matter because, you know, at the end of the day, we have a money back guarantee. We, if, you know, if, if you don't like it, we'll give you your money back. We don't want you to have to think about it, stress about it. Always a money back guarantee on the things that we do. Um, and I can tell you that uh, 99% of our students do not ask for the money back. So you're in good hands. Um, if you enjoyed the podcast, please rate and review it wherever you listen to it. It really helps us reach other players. And as always, if you enjoyed the podcast, please share it with your friends. If you enjoyed it, they probably will too. Have a great week. I'll see you at the summit and we'll see you next time.